0: begin tucking him into bed and he tells me daddy check for monsters under my bed look underneath for his amusement and see him
1: another him under the bed staring back at me quivering and whispering daddy there's somebody on my bed
0: as he queefed what? <laughs> no, no. what did you no. just say? What? what the fuck kind of story was that, bro? I don't what know. The hell even was but that? But these are, this is apparently the number one horror story that is one paragraph long.
1: Did you just say as he queefed?
0: Yes. I bequeathed. That's just another muffled freaking ghost story. That's what they call it. Muffled ghost stories.
1: I'm sorry. Take that. You said as he, H-E, fuck? queefed. Yes. Is Am I the only says? one seeing
2: the? Yes. Is that what it says? Yes.
0: Let me see. You want to see another one? Okay. Don't be scared of the monsters. Just look for them. Look to your left. Look to your right. Under your bed. Behind your dresser. In your closet. But never look up. She hates being seen, especially when it's by her. Like wh- those are so stupid. they, yeah, yeah. they literally do not like like the hell come on. They're, they're, they're like supposed to be. Uh, I guess like joke horror stories. But they're, like, like, two-liners.
1: Dude, creepypastas are better than that. Yeah.
0: Well, creepypastas can go for days. Yeah,
1: that's, like, a full-fledged story, though. Yeah.
2: Which reminds me, the first thing I want to bring up is actually...
0: Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Welcome back, guys. Oh, yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back to the 2AM podcast. We have missed you. It is episode 99, nearing to the 100. That's fucking We have a 100-episode special, right? We do, actually. Yeah. And now we may move on to what you were going to say. But
2: anyways, I think... Is it just me or is The Scream the most awful and disappointing horror movie character in the history of film?
1: Oh, The Scream. This
2: motherfucker walks around with a big kitchen knife, wears a goofy ass mask, goofy ass mask, and he rolls around with like this black (laughs) dress.
0: Hey, I have something for you. (laughs) Exactly, like (laughs) are you not strapped? I don't know. But. Like how? Do, how does he? How does he get the the jump on you? Well, he learned from from he's... the institution of Santa Claus. What? Okay. <laughs> he sees you when you're sleeping. <laughs> he knows when you're awake. <laughs> the two golden rules, right there, dude. You've come out with two of
2: the most fried things I've ever heard. Dude, on this it's podcast. SCU. <laughs> Welcome I mean... to
1: SC Universities. <laughs> Santa Claus, baby. I see
0: you. Santa, <laughs> Santa Claus on her back. That's
1: what, no. What
0: what f- f- because we were. Dude, I'm on a roll of like this. Good lord! Remember Need when we, we, were was, crab, we were
2: watching but, the trailer at your house and it was yeah. like, "This is the most fucking retarded like yeah. movie plot
0: yeah, I've ever seen." It was like Scream Seven. Or like, so. come on, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> relax. Seven. They're 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 learning from the from the other family, from the Fast family. You know,
2: it's like nobody's caught this this douchebag and
1: in a black dress can we not come up with better horror villains let's just start there that's what I'm thinking like how many Friday the 13th do we need um apparently every year how many uh Texas Chainsaw Massacres were there there was only two right there was three there was three Mm -hmm. how many um what was the one with Jason Voorhees or oh Jason yeah uh Jason Jason X basically but no but what was the name of the franchise uh because there's Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, and then there's Oh no, that is Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah. Friday. Yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> I was getting them backwards. My bad. Yeah. Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th. I've had way too many horror movies. Can we come up with some better shit? Like Leprechaun. Yeah. Which had like three or four movies. <laughs> or like a killer unicorn?
2: Even the Gremlins. I like the concept of the Gremlins because it was unique.
1: Really? Yeah, I actually did. You liked Gremlin. That's cute. The it Gremlin? was it was
2: pretty funny. Really? I, although I haven't seen it in a while. Okay, so. okay well fair enough. We did fair say enough.
0: horror, to be fair. <laughs> you said it was pretty funny. So Well, I mean the I, I Scream mean are they is all funny, a funny movie. Actually, yeah, Scream is hilarious, dude. When they all die, <laughs> dude, I'm crying, bro. When everybody's dead, that's my favorite part. Yeah. That's when
1: I laugh the hardest. Psycho- no one's out. surviving that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you dated the wrong person this year. Yeah,
1: that's that's the that's the plot, dude. Like <laughs> how many um I think they're about to do the fifth purge movie. Yeah the uh, what's it called purge forever the forever (laughs) purge the forever purge there we go
0: yep and it came out actually
1: oh it did yeah it's in theaters right now
2: what's the concept of that
1: it's the purge but backwards but forever instead of it being 365 days out of the year Sorry, yeah. instead of it being one day out of 365, it's all yeah, year. It's 365. The CIA
0: accidentally pressed enter on 24, hour, 24, <laughs> 24 years instead of 24 hours. They're just like, like oh, and God, the country's we, we can't terminate it. Oh, no. <laughs> so fried. Yeah, that's that's majority of life, man. It's fried. And that's why we have the 2 a.m. thoughts here at the 2 a.m. podcast, dude. Oh, oh, I just want to linger. <laughs> Have you ever just done that after just just like the longest week of your life dad
1: noises? Yeah. Yeah I'm the, champ- All the time. I'm the champion the of champion. dad noises get out of the car. <laughs> Another thing uh, I noticed is
0: when I sit down I tend to do this a lot uh, like, Yeah, gro- like actually grab on to yeah dad noises. <laughs> what is going on?
2: Those are I should uh, not be doing that paternal noises father noises
1: those are sounds of the patriarchy at play. <laughs> of the yeah, patriarchy. Yeah.
0: These are the sounds of the patriarchy. Uh, <clears> throat> throat> yeah, Dad just watching TV. I know, that. it's just. No, I just what was that? What was yeah, like, <laughs> what's going on? Why? Why do? Okay, what are what are other father things? Like, what what's going on? What makes them fathers? You know. Um, I know we we have sounds right now. We have like
1: random interruptions they have to have a bizarre fascination with at least one thing and like you know one thing mechanical it doesn't have to be mechanical or athletic yeah like for example some uh some dads are like really into their their pet like oh, it might be birds yeah it might be like their cat or <laughs> or a dog or something like that but if it's a dog they have to hate the dog before the dog gets there they're like this dog's gonna fuck everybody up like you're gonna you're never gonna walk yeah. it you're never gonna feed it and then all of a sudden the dad's best friend is the dog. Right. Yeah. And now the whole dad, the dad's whole world is just hanging out with that dog. Or it's like you got that. Um before it used to be like cars, mechanical, like back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like dad just had a weird knowledge of either how to build a house, like your son, I don't know, he's an idiot and he plugged a fork into the outlet, just shorted the entire house. And His it's like, all right, I can do this it, entire wiring job myself. Like
2: <laughs> Or if you're an American father, you have an obsession with alcohol. Th- that's not more true. More often than not.
1: That's not... Uh, not I wouldn't... Mm, yeah. More than other countries. I would more argue. than other countries, yeah. definitely. That's for sure.
2: What else is
0: there? <laughs> the freaking...
1: I'm sorry. We obviously said dad noises. What about the dad tax? Because I feel like that's one of the biggest ones that goes unmentioned. Oh, the dad tax? You know what the dad tax is? Explain. Maybe I do. I probably do. That's when you're like eating something. Yeah. You know, you brought it home from a restaurant. Like, (laughs) let's say you got like fries or like mozzarella sticks (laughs) or some shit. And they come over and they're like, oh, what you got going on over here? And you're like, oh, I got some burgers and some fries. And they're like, oh, look. How are those tasted? And they'll just yeah. like take your yeah. fries. Dad, yeah. I'm trying to gain weight. Yeah. That's the dad tax. Every it's time they good. take food from you because they're your dad in yeah. they can. That's true. That's so true, dude. That's the dad tax. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm like dying because I can picture 15,000 moments where that has happened. <laughs> and like the thing is, I am conscious enough and I'm like, I am not going to make the
1: decision to offer him food. I'm just going to see what he does. <laughs> like fellow, cal- And every
0: time it's 100% success rate. He gets food. <laughs>
1: Like, fellow Californians out there will 100% relate to that if they bring In-N-Out home. Oh. The dad will come around like, just like, all of a sudden you walk in the What's door and he there? peeks his head around like, oh, hey. Oh, hey. Yeah, yeah. What's going on? <laughs> he just gets a whiff here? of it.
0: And for some reason, they're already chewing something. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get it like, are you
1: eating something? No. no. What are you chewing on? Oh, In-N-Out. No. <laughs> In-N-Out now. I just wanted more. That's for sure. I just got In-N-Out. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it just has to tax you. That's, it. that's just oh, how, that's how it is. That's how it rolls. In the All right, what are the mom things? The mom things? Uh, I feel like they're more, they, they care about your well-being more. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, like, for example, if I was going to go skydiving, my mom would, like, probably pull me back inside and be like, don't go. What, this could go so wrong. And then you pull up statistics, and then your mom doesn't give a shit about that. <laughs> You know, I would actually say very
1: protective. I guess for me, it's kind of the opposite. Really? Yeah, it's more of like my dad's. Like, um he's like, you can't go skydiving for X, Y, and Z reasons. I'm like, okay, that's fine. And my mom's like, we should go skydiving. <laughs> <laughs> if your mom's I, the cool it's one. It's so interesting. Yeah. But I mean, like, even even though if she were to actually say that, we still probably want to go, which is yeah. a bummer. But you know how it is. Yeah. I would say another thing about like being a mom. In some cases, is having like. Like a weird, giddy excitement for something that almost nobody else would have. So same thing as a dad, Mm -hmm. right? But for dads, it's normally like the pet or it's normally like a car or something to do, you know, with your hands or whatever. For moms, it's also something to do with their hands, but usually it's a little bit different. Like for my mom, when I was younger, it was like either taking photos, Mm. like everywhere. It's just like, we're at a mall. Come on, squeeze in with your sister. It's yeah. like, right by this fountain, it's so pretty. Yeah. Come on, you know you gotta yeah, do it, yeah, yeah. it's like that. Or we went to Joanne's Fabrics, yeah. you know, and oh, we're just like God. scrolling through fabrics for an hour for a stupid project that I have to do. And I don't even wanna be there, but I know I have to. Yeah. She's like, oh, this one would be interesting. And you're yeah. like, no, I'm like, fine. Why like, are like, but what about this yeah. one? Like just yeah. shit like that.
0: Mm. And it honestly, I think it, it adds value to your life, dude. Like, Like being that excited about something very whatever, it's down. Not a lot of people have that excitement, man.
1: As cool. a kid, it can be irritating mm-hmm. just because you want it to be over and you want to do something else. But yeah. the older you get, the more you realize you should have valued that. Yeah. Because that helps <laughs> you to be excited about the little things.
0: Yeah. But mm-hmm. why you shouldn't I don't yeah, but you shouldn't go back to it. Just value it now. Just be like, yeah, I can see it. <laughs> yeah. Because you were like, I should have valued. You should never regret anything, dude.
1: That's, into well, a, I don't that's believe not, that, a, that's actually. A lecture. Yeah, I'm also with Zade on that. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I'm not of the mind that you should not regret anything in life because, I mean, you learn from your mistakes. Yeah. And you are inevitably going to have some form of regret for your mistakes. So that's why yeah. I, don't, I don't trust people who are like, well, I don't have no, any regrets that. No, no, you're misunderstanding whatsoever. what
0: I'm saying. So it's fine to regret things, but then learn from it and move on. Some people stay in regret. It's the lingering. It's the lingering in regret. Uh, yeah. yeah. Why, why linger in the past, dude? Relax and calm down and
1: move forward. Yeah. But the yeah. people who are like, I live my life with no regrets. I highly doubt that. You have many I'm regrets. just, <laughs> I'm skeptical. Like, that's just not human behavior. At all. No.
0: <laughs> it's just sus. At
1: all. Sucks. That's not very stoic of you.
0: Stoic. <laughs> Man, I wish I could grow a beard. would be cool. I wish I could too. That would be yeah. nice. That would be suck nice. for you guys, huh? Be stoic, dude. I want a statue after me. That's what I want.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, all right, Stalin. Like I like a stoic Jesus.
0: statue with shades on. Whatever
1: you, what have you <laughs> say, Kim Jong un. <laughs> Where would you have that statue? It's actually ill. Like sick,
0: nasty? No, like no, Illumatic? Kim. no, Kim Jong un ill. Oh, My bad sorry. about the statues.
1: Okay. I'm like, I haven't heard ill in a while. Sorry, <laughs> I picked the wrong dictator. <laughs> <laughs> Where would you uh, where, put it? Where would I put it? <laughs> this guy Ooh. in his backyard. Ooh. No, he would want it in the front yard so not everybody can see it. And then he'd have a fountain built
0: around it. No, I'm gonna have it floating in the middle of my high ceiling uh, living room at the entrance of my door. F- floating? Yeah. How
1: are you gonna get it to float?
0: I don't know, but I will find someone to do it. Like not hang- floating? Obviously hanging through like something that's transparent. But hmm. I don't know.
2: Yeah, that'll be that'll be quite just a project from, for you. I'm not yeah. sure if that's gonna work. That is such a hey.
1: bizarre desire. I want could, a it could be a hologram. Could be a hologram. We'll ever know. Could be a
2: hologram.
0: <laughs> it's, it's this a, guy's yeah, gonna yeah, have just, the nuttiest house I've ever seen. It's just gonna be like, welcome to my stoic vibrato of a place. My stoic Sto- vibrato oh. of, a, of a spot, homie. What it even? Like is I, I'm using so many different.
1: I'm trying to think of dialect. like literally what stoic vibrato would actually be.
0: Is vibrato even a
2: word? I'm just thinking. No, of
1: vibrato. A that yeah, be. vibrato is a is a real word. Just
0: picture purple ferns, stoic statues with sunglasses on. So it has a hint of modern.
1: By the way, vibrato, at least in a musical sense, is when you like you know when you play guitar and you wiggle the string up and down and it changes the pitch slightly. Mm-hmm. That's what vibrato is. Mm. Then there's something called tremolo, which I believe is just the changing of the volume. Mm. So it's like, and then like vibrato is. If that makes any sense. Why? As stupid as that sounds like. It does make sense, actually. I could probably do it better yeah. on
2: that guitar I' Want to grab it over for you?
0: No, okay. I
1: don't.
2: No, no, we, we don't have time for that. Yeah, okay. Zayd's got too
1: many important things to talk about. Yeah.
2: Actually. Um, what is it? I asked, I, don't, I didn't expect to get many questions, but we did get two. No, oh, we did. Um, sure. So I, I put this up this morning and I was just like, you know, for yeah. the audience, if you have any questions, yeah. feel no, free to shoot us no. uh, some of them.
1: Yeah. What'd they say?
2: Um, so we have Sean from Oklahoma. Oh, hey,
1: Oklahoma, Sean.
2: It's quite an interesting question. He asks, uh, how do we limit government without delegitimizing our nation as a central power? And I'm going to let you tackle that first. Jesus. Wait, can you
1: say the question one more time?
2: How do we limit government without delegitimizing our nation as a central power?
1: Do you mean central power in the sense of? Sorry, do you mean central power in the sense of like the U.S. being a global superpower or do you mean centralized power in the sense of how we have our government structured today? I
2: assume he's talking about from the perspective of moving from centralization to decentralization because I feel like he's opposed to that. Like there are a lot of problems that come from centralization, which like my main idea on it is like I think we should move – I think we should invest more into entrepreneurs who are able to privatize certain industries, uh, make things more efficient, as opposed to just leaving everything to the government because they're wildly inefficient.
1: Yeah, but not a lot. Okay, like define which industries you're discussing then, like that you're describing. I mean, there's a lot. Like, talk- like, which ones are you referring to?
2: Probably the energy sector. Um, what else?
1: Which area of the energy sector? Because a lot of it is privatized.
2: Well, that's the thing. It's like I don't know a lot about these specific industries, so... All I know is that the government is inefficient at doing their job. And well, that's clearly evident.
0: That's true. Wait, wait. Government or government officials? Government. Government
1: officials. Because here's the thing. If the government officials you know, were actually doing their job properly, you wouldn't have inefficiencies. That's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what are some of those factors that play into the inefficiencies, or rather, cause them to arise? I think one of the first ones is the the uh, not the privatization, but the um, what would be a good word to describe that? The economics of politics mm-hmm. have played or have detrimentally affected the effectiveness of our politicians themselves so for example why is it that people like Nancy Pelosi have what is it eight figure eight figure net worths she's been a politician for how long Um, 20 plus years long time 30 plus years too long yeah right so Something that I liked about George Washington, right, was that he had the foresight to understand that there needs to be limits for how long people can be in government positions. Right. Because they just separated from a monarchy, which, you know, had its own problems and it had kings that were in power for long periods of time. Mm-hmm. So he stepped down of from being a president after two years because he realizes that you or he realized that you need change. Right at least with every, I think it was, what, eight years or so, just so you can have new ideas come up, and then those new people that come in will have better ideas on how to adapt to the times, mm. make better laws, treat the people better, so on and so forth, right? Now, that's great when it comes to presidents, and yes, there are term limits for certain members of Congress, but the problem is there aren't for some members of Congress, right? Mm. They just, they're allowed to be in those government positions for far too long, and then even scarier, they're allowed to move up the ladder to other positions, right? Now, the whole idea of being a public servant, at least in the original context of, like, the Constitution, is you work for the people, right? Yeah. You are elected by the people to represent them, um, like, you know, in the Senate, in the uh, House of Representatives, in law, things of that nature, so you can help make their lives better. And in turn, what we did was we put these politicians in there, and now it's kind of a weird turnaround mm-hmm. where it's like we almost have to work with them or comply with whatever they're doing, right? Oh, yeah. So the primary um, or like a great instance of that would have to probably be Gavin Newsom in California, right? mm mm-hmm. Or um, you could also argue that Cuomo over New York has overstepped his boundaries, and in some instances, you could say that DeSantis in Florida has overstepped his boundaries as well, right? Mm-hmm. And it's all it's for a whole bunch of different reasons, whether it be tax reasons, whether it be things relating to the COVID um, outbreak, like for example, the um, what was it, Cuomo forcing old people to stay inside the uh, old folks' homes, and, yeah. Said it was 100% safe, and he was basically the direct results of, what was it, tens of thousands of old people dying in New York? That was crazy. Uh, hasn't been prosecuted for that. Also, uh, he's given death threats to multiple reporters. Hasn't been prosecuted <laughs> for that. Like it's, What? It's insane. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's insanity. for real. So like, he's, do- he's dodged
0: like five bullets at this point. And it's just- he's
1: probably dodged over his entire <coughs> career entire hundreds more. of bullets. Yeah. And the fact that he's still allowed to be in that position is astonishing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of factors that play into that, and I don't need to get into it. But my point is we put these people into power, right, because we think they're going to do what they're supposed to. Listen to us and change the laws and regulations on how we think it would be best to govern our lives here, right? Yeah. And then and a lot of times they have special interests, so they're getting paid off by lobbyists. They're getting paid off by special interest groups, things of that nature. And now they're adjusting the law to be what they think is going to be right. Based off of how much money they're receiving, based off what these other people are receiving. Mm. So, if you want to take a step towards effectively, you know, or sorry, making your government operate effectively, one, you have to completely abolish um, or you know diminish lobbyists. Right, hundred percent. That cannot exist in an adequate, um, an adequate democracy because then you have special interests coming into play. Mm. And then your original purpose for being a uh, public official is essentially worthless.
2: Yeah. Now, question about lobbying: is all lobbying inherently corrupt?
1: No, that's the thing, right? Well, it's in my opinion, I would have to argue yes. Even if most of it, even if it's for good things, because the good, the good people lobbyists or the people who are lobbying for you know good things like, um like greener deals, this and that, whatever, you know, being more eco-friendly. They don't have enough money or nearly as much money as these other people, such as the NRA, tobacco companies, mm-hmm. oil companies, um, you know, food. What is it? Uh, big food. The food. Yeah, big yeah. F- big food, big pharma, stuff like that. So it's like not even fair in that regard, right? So I would say, yes, I think lobbying is inherently kind of a disgrace to democracy as a whole just because of like – it's a company saying, oh, we think you should do this to help us rather than the people, right? So that's, that's just a big fundamental problem, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Secondly, corporations, right? Corporate tax rate just across the board is high, and a lot of people will disagree with me on that, but here's where the problem starts to arise. Smaller and mid-tier corporations are getting absolutely screwed In comparison to the large ones, which actually should be paying taxes, right? So you have, like, smaller corporations which pay stupidly high rates. That fucks them over and then essentially causes them to, like, shut down after a period of time and then allows these even bigger ones to grow into larger companies, which potentially could result in monopolies, which is why I think Amazon's trying to be diluted right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah and I think Google's probably up next if I had to venture a guess, which is that's going to be crazy when that happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Biden
2: passed a whole bunch of legislation on that. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: I I need to read into that. That would be interesting. But, you know, so you could minimize uh, corporate tax. You could either do a flat rate for all corporations and then, or what you could do is, depending on how much income they're generating, you have like a staggered step or, you know, stair-step type of tax level. So like the highest-end corporations get taxed a good amount, but it's not like highly highly unreasonable you know it's Mm. not like they're getting 80 percent or you know like 70 whatever some of these people are recommending but then what the government should also do on top of that is institute incentives for these companies to do things right like tax incentives which some people are like that's stupid that's not going to get anything done but like here's the deal right you can conduct business in the u.s that's fine right but if you cut your co2 output you install solar panels to make your buildings more green, more efficient. You pick up new manufacturing practices. If you manufacture in the U.S., right, instead of outsourcing, mm-hmm. you manufacture in the U.S., you can get taxed. Make a huge change, yeah. 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 I mean, that, that could benefit a whole bunch of people just aside from those corporations, right? Yeah, absolutely. So – you could always go down that route. I'm sure there's a hundred economists out there that are telling me you're an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. Like you would destabilize the entire U.S. economy. Yeah, and this that, and that, that's so.
0: when we revert back to, in my opinion.
1: <laughs> there you go. There we go. Yeah. yeah. So to answer your question, Sean, number one, <laughs> get rid of lobbying in all forms. It doesn't do anybody any favors. Number two. You have to change corporate tax law. You can no longer allow the biggest the top uh, Fortune 100 corporations in the U.S. to have effective uh, sorry, negative effective tax mm-hmm. rates. That's asinine. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, you have to provide those corporations incentives in order to operate fairly within the U.S. and also pro- um, help out potentially the people down at the bottom, such as us, right? The bottom realm of society. and that could come in a whole bunch of different forms. And then um, number three, I should have you know probably mentioned this sooner on the list. You have to create term limits for all members of government that are acting as a representative for people, mm. right? Because when you have people working in those positions for too long, then they start to focus on, all right, how do I make the most money out of this? How do I better myself rather than the people I'm supposed to be representing? And <clears throat> yeah. yeah. we
0: get stuck with old ideas. So you're right. It reverts back to George Washington. Change.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Constant yeah.
0: change.
2: You need year. new people, younger people with a fresh perspective who understand different cultures and stuff like that.
1: Like we can't have an uh, a seventy-five or seventy-eight year old member of Congress uh <laughs> questioning yeah. Mark Zuckerberg on, you know, the intricacies and details of Facebook. Yeah. That's just like leave that's Brett ridiculous. Out. Leave
0: bread out for seventy five years and see what happens. What? It rots. No, I can see his point. Oh. See okay. his point. It's yeah.
2: It's a. it's an un, it's, it's an interesting like, analogy, but I can see that.
0: Yeah. Um, anything sits there for too long, it rots. You don't wash the dishes for a while, it fucking rots. Yeah.
2: But I agree 100%. Do you have anything else? Change.
0: No, I, I honestly agree 100%. Lobbyists do no good. They do more damage, in my opinion. And...
2: It sounds like you should be working in government. Y- yeah, it really <laughs> does,
1: dude. Nobody wants me in government because my <laughs> the problem with my idea is, and, like, I've had to come to terms with this, is that... um. I think Michael Malice actually put it perfectly when he was talking about how essentially the entire state of a global global or sorry geopolitical perspective it's like anarchy mm-hmm. right. I know that sounds crazy, like it, obviously there's not rioting and looting in the streets everywhere on the planet, right, but it is in the sense of like countries still operate relatively independently of one another like and still can declare war on one another, still take over land, still send troops to other places, right. And in order to get, you know, the the globe operating on like a proper level, everybody would have to kind of not fall into line, but like agree with one another that ideas or concepts such as war are outdated and that's not going to happen. You have yeah. to compromise. Right? Yeah. There has to be a global compromise because the thing that a lot of these people or not a lot of these people, but like a lot of people in general don't realize it's like you only got one rock. As of right now, you know, mm. and you're all standing on it. That might change in the next 20 to 30 years. But I mean, if nukes start flying everywhere, like, or if one country invades another, that could lead to a whole another cascade of war and mm. like all this other shit. And it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Like, you're not solving anything by s- dropping trillions of dollars on R&D for the next jet yeah. or the next bomb <laughs> or the next this or the next that. Like, it's, <clears throat> it's, it's just stupid. And, it's and like- I know I sound like a college kid, but it's like...
2: No, it's it's common sense. Like, why are we diverting all these resources to war instead of like helping yeah. other?
1: It, that means you're expecting something to happen.
0: Yeah, I mean, which is yeah, because then there wouldn't be no sense of
1: urgency to to make that happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's always one one group of people is going to want to control the majority, or you know, one group of people is just going to want to just take over everywhere else, and yeah. You know, like you said, everybody's worried about if somebody else does something, which is the yeah. f- which is hilarious to me. Like you could all just agree not to do anything because and then it, it, work together. At like, this
2: point, it's mutual destruction with the with the level of technology in terms of weaponry that we have. It's just mutual destruction. It's
1: yeah. it's who fires first.
0: That's it. I know. because both sides they are insane. It's insane equipment, dude. Yeah.
1: I know and I know and I I just sound like a like a college kid, like yeah, man. Yeah, like yeah. make love not war, man. Like I know I totally sound like that, <laughs> but like in S es- it's kind of true. Mm. Like it it has validity to it. People are like, Oh, you don't know how the world works. I'm like, no, I get it. And I understand my idea is never going to happen, just solely based on principle. Yeah. Right? Like, and what I mean by principle is just like how human beings interact with one another. Yeah. We don't trust each other. Yeah, like because that's just how we roll. You know, like there's nothing that we can do to change that as of right now. I feel like people always like
0: when you give an opinion, they they take it as like uh, your way or the highway. So they get like hella offended when it's like really just I'm just sharing a point of view. That's all I'm doing. I'm not convincing you of anything. Yeah, (laughs) and that's what, in my opinion, means. Yeah, yeah. You need to just understand that. But yeah, Sean. Hopefully that
2: answered your question.
0: Yep. Thank you for that. That was awesome. Yeah, that was a great, one. Was a great question. Um,
2: last question comes from our boy Else. Oh, um, and he asks, "What up, my boy? At what yeah. point do you know when to?" I'm paraphrasing, of course, but yeah. it's the general general question. Mm-hmm. At one point, at what point do you know when to quit your job and move on?
0: Ooh, great, 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 um, great question.
2: Now there, you know? there are different philosophies on that. Mm-hmm. I think you have that? the extreme characters who would rather. Just quit immediately and force themselves to, you know, put themselves against a wall so that, you know, they essentially have a gun to their head, so they have to make it work, Uh, whether that's starting their own business, which I assume most, a a lot of people want to (laughs) do. Not not, Zade. Or there's the more, I guess, the safe approach or the more common sense approach where it's you work your normal job on the side and... And then you build up your business to a sustainable point while you're doing both of those things. Yeah. And then you, you understand like, okay, I am I'm building a certain amount of revenue from my side hustle and now I can quit my job and move on to just focusing on this.
0: I think it really just relies on what it is you're trying to do, first of all. Yeah. Right. Um, if you're in the medical field, good luck
1: <laughs> starting a new <laughs> company.
0: Uh, yeah, for uh, real. Um, if you're an engineer, you can get by. Um, creatives, that's where you have full control. I I believe. Yeah. Because then then you have more chance of like standing out, right? There's no like book based knowledge. It's just you formulate something to look like it's yours, right? That's the creative field. Engineers, you could do that as well, I believe. Like especially when it comes to maybe interiors, mm-hmm. or you know, just like different kinds of structures. A great uh, Instagram page for that actually is called Proposals for All.
2: Hmm.
0: I'm pretty. Su- I don't know if you guys have heard of it. But they literally have like these sick, like, like it goes against gravity and physics, but the designs are great if they can, if they can find a way to make it work.
1: Oh, you're talking about architectures. Yeah.
0: Architecture and just like structures, even like down to the foundation. Foundation would be like literally hung up by a tree on the, on an edge of a cliff. So it looks like it's floating.
1: That makes no sense. Like what is Mm. a, what was that phrase? It was, I think the engineer's worst nightmare is an architect. Because they like yeah, the yeah, architect yeah. just likes to design shit that yeah. looks cool, and then the yep. engineers like this makes no sense. Know, <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty much. <laughs> but uh, to
0: take what to take from that, I think honestly, it's just more finding your where you feel comfortable. How much financial security do you need? Um, and like, what position are you in now? Like, for example, you're probably in a I don't know. Most people just hate their jobs, right? They want to move on. They want to find something that, is, that they can call their own and generates hella income, right? That's ideal, sure. right? Yeah. More time, mm-hmm. more money. That's what you want. But um, I would say it, as long as you're financially secure and you know that 100%, not a day goes by knowing that you don't want to be there anymore, that's already one hint. Like it's got to be the motivator factor, Yeah. And it depends on, like I said, what it is you're trying to do. Are you trying to do something of your own or are you trying to move on to another company or I don't know, just work for someone else? Because if you're trying to work for someone else, I would truly line up something before I would move on. Yeah. But and- I, I, I also do believe in the, yo, just like cut it off suddenly and see what happens in life. Mm. Test there's, yourself. There's value to that. Test yeah. yourself because you will make things happen, dude. If you throw yourself into a rut, you're going to want to climb out of it. And then in that sense, you will work harder and it'll just be like a different kind of energy.
2: Yeah. And also the thing that I've learned over like, since I write a lot, since you know, we obviously have this podcast, like at the end of the day, if you want to do your own thing, you have to produce. And you have to produce every single day. Mm-hmm. So regardless of how you feel, whether you're working a nine to five and starting a, a thing on the side, like you just have to create more than you consume.
0: Yeah,
2: especially nowadays with algorithms and social media, like you have to make sure people know who you are. Uh, You have to have a social media presence, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And uh, from there, yeah, it's just it's just a game of patience.
1: I have a little bit of a different perspective uh, perspective from you guys, Mm -hmm. just Just slightly. Okay. So mine, it all airs from the side of you need to understand what your capabilities are and you need to understand your finances mm-hmm. right because one of the worst situations you can find yourself in and especially at a young age is putting yourself in a position of debt now when you're young you're more likely to accrue debt than you would be if you were older just for you know mm-hmm. a whole bunch of different reasons like you uh, don't understand how to make uh, rational purchases you're more likely to you're more likely to just get involved in stupid shit like for the most recent one is like people just getting involved in retail um, investing on stuff like Robin hood and they have yeah. no idea what they're doing or stuff like crypto and they have no idea what they're doing.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, so you might accrue debt, but not
0: just debt, massive debt.
1: Yeah. Like serious, <laughs> yeah. serious debt. And you need to understand like, okay, where am I at right now? What am I capable of doing? Um, is it a realistic goal for me to like take off and invest into whatever it is, this creative venture, this, I don't know what it is exactly what the guest was asking about, like what their strong suit would be, but I'm assuming it's – let's just assume it's something creative mm-hmm. for this mm-hmm. instance, right? So it, let's, let's also hypothetically say where, where's this guy working at where he's ready to quit his day job?
0: Uh, engineering firm for some company
1: that does – If he's an engineer, he's probably making a decent amount of money. No, for sure. So yeah. let's say something like a bank teller.
0: A bank teller, okay. You make 17 like, bucks an it's, hour.
1: It's it's not like, yeah. you know, bottom of the barrel in terms of jobs, because mm-hmm. you get paid a decent amount, but it's enough for you to want to, you know, run your head against a cheese grater at the end of the day. Yeah. Dealing with people. So let's also he's creative. And let's say that he's um a graphic designer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hypothetically speaking, right? So he's a graphic design <laughs> graphic designer slash bank teller, and he wants to quit full time to do graphic design. Yeah. So You're making money at your bank telling job and you think graphic design can pay the bills, yet you have no social media platform most likely to get started. You have nothing to prove, Mm -hmm. you know, that you're able to do this job, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, You probably don't have a resume at this point that's built up for graphic design. You probably have one that's built up for bank telling and, Mm -hmm. you know, working at a bank and stuff like that. Using purely words. So where do you go from there, right? There's a couple different avenues, right? You could start a YouTube channel you could start putting all of your graphic designs up there, maybe do tutorials if you want to go down that route. You could just be a straight up artist where you publish it to a whole bunch of different platforms, maybe try to sell it, maybe turn it into a uh what what's it called? those um an an NFT, you know, oh, yeah. you try to make some money off of yeah. that. And then or I, I don't know, maybe you can go work for a company and do graphic design for them, right? There's dis- there's different tiers, right? So if you want to quit your job as a bank teller to go work for another company in graphic design mm-hmm. and you actually have the chops to do that and the capabilities, go for it. I don't see why not. And especially if you can keep paying off your, you know, your uh, home loan or yeah. whatever, or if you can pay for rent or if you can pay for your car, your phone, and stuff like that, why not? Go try it. If it doesn't work out, you can always go back to being a bank teller or probably get a higher position at the bank. Yeah, that's the
2: thing. You can always get another job. Mm. Exactly. And also when you're young, you have to – this is the time to take risk because as you get older, you start to accrue more and more responsibility. Yeah. And some of that responsibility you can't come back from.
1: And that's a small risk.
0: But –
2: Relatively, yeah. Relatively small There's going to be
1: bigger risks. I want to emphasize this, right? And this is something that actually annoys the shit out of me Mm. uh, that a lot of the people you watch say – when they, when the people you watch say, be a broke 20-year-old, go out and take risks, accrue debt, deal with this, do that, I hate that shit. Because you can actually, like, the majority of Americans have the ability to put themselves in the half a million to a million dollar range by the time they're in their late 30s to 40s if they start investing when they're 18 years old. Sure, 100%. And it's not even crazy investments. Like, it's just, like, money that's slightly, like, just... Gaining interest over those years. I wouldn't say be broke, though. They're, they're using wrong words. I would say frugal. But, but also... Frugal is different. Frugal is different. Frugal is completely different than broke. You're
0: just financially smart at that point. That's yeah. That's, that's all that means.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And they're different personalities. Like, some people are not... They don't want to do that. Some people don't want to go that slow and steady. Yeah. They just want to go full-on, balls, you know, balls to the wall. Let me put myself in a position where I am forced to figure it out. Because I think if you have the right personality, you have the right mindset, then you can do it.
1: Yeah. I I, I just think- Some
2: people people would think, let's say getting a $5,000 a month apartment. That's ridiculous for a lot of people.
1: That's just stupid.
2: It's stupid, but some people, Granted, they're the exception. Can make it work.
1: Okay, you're t- so you're giving advice for the exception for the mass, and that's where I have a problem.
2: No, no, I'm just saying there's different personalities.
1: No, I'm aware of that, but the people you like, people you watch, I don't know any of their names, but like they say advice yeah. for the exception. No, and no, then no. they always talk about the mm-hmm, exception, mm-hmm, and it's, then they no, no, preach no. it to the mass. Not for the mass. so
0: here, I was actually thinking about this 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 week about these speakers, and specifically like some things they say just don't make sense. Because it doesn't cater to everybody. It, they target a specific audience. It's, yeah. And it's up to the listener to decide what leader you want to follow. This has been seen everywhere, even throughout religion. There's always going to be some scholar of some sort that disagrees with another scholar. And they're going to be like, hmm, well, I like cigarettes. So I'm going to go with the guy that says they're fine. <laughs> so <laughs> like there's just always there's that like speakers like that. They're always going to speak so much. Right. And they're, they're going to F up somewhere. Because it doesn't cater to the mass of humanity. It caters to a specific audience that is uncomfortable in their shell trying to seek this
1: specific video. And I'll say this. Anybody who tells you to be broke, I disagree with. And I don't even – here's the thing. When they're like, oh, well, you, the thing is you pay for experience. You pay for this. You pay for that. You can do all of that shit while still making money. No, but the, that's why I disagree with them the, the, because they're telling you to ref- be broke, yeah, which yeah. is the worst it's, advice. The I don't know who you're referring yeah. to because I've never so many to dudes that yeah. I've, I've never listened, or that I've listened in on while you yeah. have them on on the computer. They like, have never yeah. said be broke. To yes, be, they
0: have. Well, they haven't. To be fair, to be fair, it's because most of them were broke. So they feel that they learned their most hardship lesson. Like, for example, a lot of people didn't have to lose someone to go through whatever they did. Some people just had to be broke. Right. Yeah. Scraping pennies just to most people need to live learn on the a mattress, hard way, you know And what I'm saying is so like I, I like I, I can kind of see it. I don't know I'm trying to give the benefit of the doubt. I these. listen I listen to a lot of people with the
2: understanding that they are not perfect. I'm just trying to to Notice what their mentality is because if they're in a certain spot and they've had success with it Maybe I can implement that into my own
0: Take what works. Here's the thing. People listen too much as if everything is absolutely correct 24-7.
2: It's not. It's nuanced. That's the thing. If you need to know how. That's my point. Yeah.
1: People, most people aren't taking the nuances of it. That's their
2: fucking problem, not mine. Yeah. Well, that's
1: also the guy that's preaching it. Like, you you could argue that that's debatably his fault as well.
0: Episode 100. We're going to have a nuanced debate. (laughs) (laughs)
2: But it's like, it's not my responsibility to make sure that you are intelligent enough yeah. to decipher this nuance from this and, and make sure that you come to a value. Yeah. Or inclusion. maybe,
1: maybe about this, instead of being nuanced, just say it. Yeah. Like, why do you have to be like Mr. Fucking, Oh, I got this big personality. I'm this and that I'm blah, blah, blah. And yeah. then like, Oh, you didn't get the tiny message that I didn't even say, but you were supposed to insinuate. That's insanity. Yeah. That's crazy. Well,
0: that's the thing. That's no matter what, no matter how high up you are. Okay. You can always work on yourself. And a lot of these people just need to work on how they how they word things, how they bring out the message.
1: Yeah, I that's agree. It. But the thing is they say all this extreme like when, yeah. shit. And then when you call them out on it, they're like, you didn't even listen well, to what I said. And then you cite them and they're like, but you didn't understand. Yeah, but we don't know it's You're like, extreme. What the fuck is we that?
0: don't know it's extreme because it could just be like misunderstood. You know what I mean? Like I could take no, it. No, that's extreme. my point.
1: Yeah. No, he's saying it's misunderstood. But the point is, it's like, you said exactly this, right? Exactly. Most people are going to take you for exactly what you say, yeah. right? So, like, for example, when so- I've heard broke a million times, by the way,
0: but when someone says, yeah, you got to live broke, I don't immediately think I got to live broke. I just, I have to think like a broke person so I could put myself in the shoes while making money mm-hmm. so I could be financially smarter. That's it. Yeah. Now, I broke that down.
1: Now, let me say this, right? Because I just thought of a contradiction. Yes. At least in from my point of view, right? I just said that people will take exactly what those people say at face value, right? Yes. What about comedy, right? Because there's a huge debate in comedy where it's like, oh, you should think about Mm -hmm. what the comedian means in context, That's a big one. Or better yet, it's the context of the joke. Like, were you listening to what they said before or did you just read the one line where they got upset, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, I thought about that and then I was like, you know what? That's kind of stupid because comedy is comedy, Right, They're just joking. Yeah. But these business people are t- trying to tell you how to live your life or give you advice on how to live your life, which is potentially damaging for the majority of people yeah. who listen.
2: I mean, that if, if you're going to be a character on social media, that's – obviously, you want to make sure that you have – that you are able to, to s- deliver your message in the best way possible so that the most yeah. people can gain value from it. And
0: back it up. Like either talk about your experiences or talk about what you have studied. Or Mm -hmm. things like that, right? You can't just say things. And the thing is, it goes both ways. It goes to the listeners, too, okay? If you're a listener, you got to be careful what you listen to. You can't take everything literally as true and factual. That's a huge problem, dude. And that's why we live in the most, like, debatable times. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Like, everything down to hangouts, man. Like, we hang out, there's a debate every single time.
1: Which is healthy, yeah. like it's healthy. No, that I agree with Zay. That yeah, is healthy. It's, it's
0: healthy, but sometimes it's not healthy when it's about stupid little mundane things, like who has the best
1: donuts. Really? No, that's we're that's gonna, gonna have just a two-hour
0: debate and waste all of this hangout time that we specifically had. <laughs> that's dumb. Yeah.
1: No, I just think that that when people are like, you should, you know, you should be broke in your twenties. Yeah. You know, in order to gain life experience, I, I just disagree with that because you can get life experience while making money. That's I agree. that's my that's my bottom line. I agree. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So like stupid. a lot of those dudes, where it's like you learn more by being broke, like by having less money and figuring it out. I I just don't believe that, and I think that mentality is toxic as shit. Yeah,
0: or do it and do whatever you want. You,
1: <laughs> yeah. Because here's the thing: yeah. if they're telling you to be broke, why don't you just take their lessons and apply that while you're making money? Yeah.
2: The the thing that's causing confusion here, or at least why we're kind of skirting around the issue, is. I don't know who specifically you're mentioning, That who I, I wish I knew to. their
1: name. I know all of their faces. I remember every <laughs> yeah, yeah. one of them that you watched, God, like what they, they look like. I, I just don't God. know their name. It's not Ty Lopez, is it? No, no, no. Oh, Tyler Lo- No, Ty bro. Lopez actually. I'm oh, sorry, before can I yeah, Can I say on. this before you make your point? Uh <laughs> no, it's just he's one of my favorite examples like he got called out so bad once on a um I think it was like a Skype interview type of thing or not interview, but he was taking like Q&A from guests. Yeah. And this uh, guest actually, or sorry, from not a guest, a fan. And the fan was asking him like very basic real estate questions, mm-hmm. uh, like very generic. And I wish I could remember what they were off the top of my head. And Ty Lopez like could not answer them because he doesn't understand real estate. Ah, mm-hmm. He's a fraud. Like yeah. he has other people do all of his shit for him. And he was like, well, technically, man, like you can't get mad at me because I don't teach the real estate courses. What I do is I get knowledge from the best industry <laughs> professionals. And then I disperse it to the masses. But the key word is he said, I don't teach. Yeah. And this guy's like, you're a fraud. You do. I've watched it. I paid like however many hundreds of dollars for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they showed a clip from his lecture and it's him teaching. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I, see, I have an issue where he says, I collect knowledge. No, you collect information, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> but here's here's the here's And it's the shitty thing I information wanted. if you've seen the that's why <laughs> remember, it's not knowledge. Here's <laughs> the
2: thing I wanted to mention. I went through a Ty Lopez phase, okay? I was like 17, 18.
0: Yeah, sounds about right.
2: I bought one of his courses, one of his programs. There was, Don't tell
0: me you clicked on the ad. Hmm? You clicked on the ad, or did you specifically search for Ty Lopez?
2: No, no. Like I was I was watching a lot of his videos, yeah. I was deep into it. Like, to label somebody as a fraud, okay, I can get that. At the same time, the, the course that I purchased had a lot of value in it. And what he was essentially doing is, from all the books he's read, he's compiling a list of ideas that already exist, but that most people don't know about. So, so it's like everybody has something valuable to offer, although they might take, you know, a very interesting approach to it.
1: So here's the real question. Since there's so much value to be found in that lecture...
2: Like I learned a lot at that time of my life, like from what him.
1: what was he teaching? is my question.
2: A lot of stuff about Socrates, a lot of stuff about um, business, you know, just basic business stuff, things of that nature.
1: like what? If you um, remember,
2: you can get it if into, you don't, that's fine i mean, it's it's very vague, but you have it's just mainly personal development ideas,
1: so shit, you probably could have learned for free if you just googled it.
2: yeah, but that seem, that how seems... many how many people have? Like Naval Ravikant, he's, he's an angel investor. He's, he's also a philosopher. He talks about how the ability to, like, information is everywhere. That is not scarce. The drive of being curious, the ability to want to learn is this real scarce thing in modern, in, in, in modernity.
1: That's true, but I think also as the person who's seeking the information, you need to realize if somebody's just, you know, passing off bullshit as, you know, uh, AAA stock.
2: But it's not all bullshit. A lot of these things were also from his experience.
1: No, and I'm I'm not saying everything he's teaching is bullshit. I just think the majority of the package as a whole is horseshit. So therefore, you could move on and find another package or sure. another piece of information yeah. online for free that gives you exactly yeah. the same experience. Because sure. I
0: sure do hate courses. Like I've purchased three courses in my lifetime, but uh, that's that's not considering school, obviously. Yeah. Um, but a lot of it has the same kind of layout, you end up wasting your money because what it is, is that there's one section that's valuable and the rest of it's BS. Well, that's what it feels like.
2: That's the, the thing yeah. is like, for example, the corner of Twitter I'm on, I've seen a lot of people who are able to build a, a skill set, build a course and then help transform people's lives from it. Yeah. And see, well, that's, that's, a lot that's, of that's different where you come people. in. That's, that's where different.
1: you come in. What I'm saying is I think a lot of these people like the Ty Lopez or I'm specifically talking about the business oriented people. Yeah. I think the majority, overwhelming majority of them are fraudulent and not sure. fraud like they're breaking the law. What they're not doing is illegal. They're selling snake oil, which there's nothing technically illegal with that unless they're killing people, you know, yeah. which I don't think they are. Mm. The biggest fraud that had me rolling on the floor laughing was
0: what's so what's so what's so Bitcoin what? Have you seen that? No. No. Oh my god! What Do you guys that? mind if I pull it up for you real quick? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> who is
1: that? Oh my
0: god! The biggest scam of all time. They all got arrested. I uh, actually, the main guy got
1: arrested. I think one of the bigger scams of our generation is Wall Street bets. Oh, you'll see right now. Watch and the reason think. why it it was literally just one guy who was like, "We're gonna he." He used mass manipulation to make everybody believe they were going to take on these hedge funds. Say, "Fuck you! We're going to raise GameStop and AMC stock." <laughs> oh,
2: I've seen this guy. You have to put this in the video. <laughs> hey. All right, we got. So yeah, what out. is
1: what does that guy do?
0: Is he a Bitcoin thing? So they made a coin called BitConnect or whatever. Oh. And it was just like a basically a just a, a giant and fund. No,
1: you know what? That's actually a big thing to talk about right now. There's <laughs> all of the YouTubers making fake ass coins. Like, yeah. uh, did you hear about Logan Paul's? Yeah. Uh, what is it? Uh, uh, it, was, it was called like a... Dink Donk m- or... I don't know. A
0: couple I members of was, the Facebook. I, would have, I thought God. it was just called
2: Maverick. Got axed because of that. What do, do you mean? They were involved in a pump and dump scheme.
1: Yeah, of course. What the hell's a pump and dump scheme? That's where they make a coin. They, they tell everybody, we found this new coin. It's going to go up. And yeah. then they get all of their like middle school age fans to invest into it and ah. then they drive it up and then they, and they drop, drop their out their own
0: money and then that's it and they they all lost they basically mm-hmm. give them their money
1: yeah yeah basically it's basically it's a way to steal your fans money directly yeah. with no legal ramifications as of right How? now my, so here's social.
2: here's my broad point it's like have the ability to listen to a lot of different people okay don't necessarily label them just find whatever is valuable from their perspective and just take that and try to apply to your own life. Well, that's the essence of what I try to do.
1: Yeah, and I get that, but when it comes to people like Ty Lopez, it's like why listen to them when you could listen to Warren Buffett, who's actually made who is actually a ridiculous ridiculous success and understands finance probably better than anybody else on the planet, at least yeah. in the US. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't I, give a shit about Ty Lopez. You,
2: you have so many people to choose from, it's on the person to Yeah. differentiate. I got
0: you. I got you. Okay. So, I said this before, but the more you dive into the roots of things, that's where you should start because it builds. That's like the foundation of humanity or whatever you want First to call it. First principles, yeah. Yes. You start with that and then as you grow, you see, okay, into modern day, who stands correct? Like. And then there you go. You have your butt buddy right like, there. Let me. And let it's me. not Ty Lopez because that does not tie into this conversation
1: like let me ask you a question why would you pay 150 dollars for ty ty lopez's business course right which probably won't teach you that much when you could spend the same amount of money on an actual either textbook or specialized book which isn't really a textbook but it's like made by a professional within the industry who already knows exactly how the industry operates and then he gives you all the formulas and like the actual math and how to do this this and that like, why would you buy Ty Lopez's thing versus buying the book that actually teaches you all of the fundamentals of the industry you're trying to be involved in? Mm-hmm.
2: The person has the option to.
1: I'm aware of that, but my question is why?
2: Because I mean, it's a, if if Ty Lopez is good as is good at anything, it's marketing.
1: Yeah, that's his strong suit. Which I will is not why, deny that. Which yeah. is
2: why a lot of people are resonating with his message.
1: Which I was going to say, if he should teach any course, it should be how to do marketing. marketing.
2: Yeah, which I'm, I'm sure he has how to <laughs> something s- like that. How to sell fraud.
1: fraud the american dream the
2: american dream
1: dream. the end of the day we're here for
0: money that's all
2: but also like at the end of the day direct experience is king yeah so take an idea from somebody and try to implement it Mm -hmm. into your life see if it works if it does keep doing it if it doesn't ax it
0: yep that's simple hope that answers your question else (laughs) damn i was just about to say that (laughs) like a fucking 25 minute answer. God damn. Shit. What I got us talking. But anyway, let's go back to bitconnect real quick. All <laughs> okay. right. There's going to be a lot of that happening, dude, in the in the coming days. Man, so a a I'm I'm glad now. that like us three at least, we're we're smart enough to identify like what's happening, pump and dump. All right, cool. Nope. Not not for me, you know. And it's just it's kind of sad, dude. It's kind of sad because I am now diving into the world of like social media and all this stuff. And I I want to be, like, considered side side by side with these, like, other fellow YouTubers and things mm-hmm. like that. And if I know, like, that whole community is just kind of doing things for purely money, purely taking advantage of little kids, not in, obviously, like, with we, we what we know We know what you mean. We so, know yeah, what you mean. Things like that. Like, I got to have to clarify these days. You know what I'm saying? Of but course. Anyway, um, yeah.
2: It goes just, back to what Oliver said.
0: Yeah. By
2: was. the way, check out episode 98. Yeah, yeah I yeah,
1: do do that. That, that, that was, was a great episode. episode. It was um, so much fun.
2: But he, he made a good point. He's like, uh, it comes down to who has longevity, who who has been around for a long, long time and is able to show their work, show mm-hmm. that they their results, essentially.
0: Yeah. They're not scared of being copied. They're not scared of being this, that, that, because they know how much how how much how valuable they are. Yeah. Considering their timeline. Mm hmm. Because along the timeline, you'll see it a lot. Like when people start out, like it's always heartfelt and nice and it's just very cringy and just, you know, it's whatever. And then their skills get better. Their, their quality gets better. And boom, suddenly they're just like, it feels like there's that like 15K subscriber and then suddenly 1 million. That's just yeah. how it always transitioned, right? Yeah. hmm and when they get there then you start seeing like maybe i would say 2 years later wh- while they're successful they just like during their timeline they just start becoming a fraud and you're like why man like you kind of made it and now you're just a terrible person or at
2: least ego takes over and then makes yeah.
0: the decisions i'm going to go to the restroom i'll be right back oh yeah, yeah go for it.
1: kind of been shaking I mean, over here in my seat for like 40 oh, no, minutes you're ch- <laughs>
0: you're chilling dude but yeah you get me like it's kind of
2: like the higher you go in any or the more exe- success you achieve, it's you have to make sure that you're more you're more grounded.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent makes sense.
2: Which and yeah
0: yeah we got to work on our timelines. Never forget who you are either. That's a lot. That has a huge thing. One hundred percent.
2: Yeah. So yeah, I
0: was be, hopefully that answered your question. Yeah, I hope that did <laughs> answer your question. That was an insane answer. I could keep going too. This was crazy, but but we can end it here. want the hour uh, mark. It here? Yeah. All right, guys, thank you very much for joining us once again. You know where to find us. We are on YouTube at the 2 a.m. Podcast. We have a 2 a.m. Clips channel as well on the side for y'all that don't want to watch the hour long episodes. We're on all major platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, Blipson, and much, much more. So, yeah, check us out. We have a special episode coming out for the Big 100. Big Hundo. Big Hundo is coming up. up. And yeah, it's exciting, guys. We're going to try to look fresh for y'all. Uh, We appreciate y'all and thank you for joining. Peace.